0: Well, what's up everybody? This is the IGN UK podcast. I'm Alex and I'm joined by Luke Karamali. Hello. And Tilly Tots. Hello, pod people. I haven't done a podcast with you two for ages. No. Have you done one recently? You haven't done one for ages. I haven't. Ages. I haven't done one for about eight Well, weeks. that's because you haven't been in the office. for. true. I've been on, on holiday. holiday. Yeah. yeah. And pod. you're going on a holiday like next week as well. Yeah, I am actually. How the other half? Where have you been? Knee
1: deep in work oh i've just been
0: doing that's disappointing isn't it (laughs) (laughs) not really it's been good work yeah well quite a lot has happened in the last week Mm. or so in the entertainment sphere yeah it's
1: been it's been a nutty week lots of film announcements
0: anything what was your highlight
1: highlight of the week you know what it was none of the big things it was doing an interview with the two guys from 2001 I never saw so that was a highlight. I'd never I seen can, it was really
0: special. That's right. You've never seen the film. I'd never right.
1: seen two thousand one, so I watched that for the first time last week. Yeah, and had my mind blown. It okay, was, I enjoyed it a lot more than I was expecting. Yeah, but that's because I tried to watch it when I was a kid and found it boring. Yeah, yep. And then I got to meet the two actors, and although one of them was a bit grumpy and they're really old, it just felt like a little piece of film history. Yeah, you know, yeah, going down yeah. and talking to these guys about working with Stanley Kubrick. Um, it was just a really lovely thing to do, you know.
0: Yeah, and I guess Sweet. kind of seeing it in the cinema as well. Cause I've never seen it in the cinema. I've, yeah. I've got it on blu-ray. Yeah. Um, I see, I don't rate it as much as a lot of people, rate yeah. it. Like Stuart used to say, it's the best thing that's ever been made. Uh, on film, Stu Reid.
1: That is Stu yeah. Reid. Yes, uh, who actually went to watch it? I saw
0: uh, at the weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the, at the BFI. Um, but it is, you yeah. know, Like its influence is incredible.
1: Yeah, especially seeing it so soon after Interstellar. Yeah, it was. It's, there were scenes that were really reminiscent. You really? Could see, yeah. Because Inter- I've still see-
0: not seen Interstellar. Yeah, no, no. there, there, was, I need there to were get there were it.
1: little little moments, but yeah, and it's re-released in. Um, in cinemas this week by the BFI so if people want to go and check it out on the big screen it's worth doing yeah 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 how about you Alex what's your uh,
0: highlight of the week been well it's I wouldn't again same same to you it's not necessarily the highlight but the build up to the Star Wars trailer was pretty insane Yeah. yeah Uh, And I I don't know if I stand alone, but I thought it was okay. Mm, I quite like it. Like, my brother and I grew up on Star Wars. We always competed, like, who would have the best Star Wars toys. And so he emailed me, like, minutes after saying it's the greatest thing he's ever seen. And I was like, well, if it wasn't Star Wars, you probably wouldn't give it a second look. Yeah. And, of course, it is Star Wars. But there's nothing I found that amazing about the trailer. Yeah, the the shot of the Millennium Falcon is cool. But it's just like, let's see the film. Yeah. Yeah. Because also... Uh, and I've spoken a lot about on this podcast. I've not been particularly convinced about J.J. Abrams in the Star Trek movies. Mm, like, I mm. don't particularly rate either of those that mm. much.
2: I'm relieved that it's Andy Serkis's voice, not Benedict Cumberbatch's. Why? I did not really rate Benedict Cumberbatch as Khan.
0: Yeah, but I don't think that's his fault.
2: Mm, I know, but I would rather not have him. He's got as a nice a villain. voice. I kind of think. I kind of think he's a bit overexposed at the moment. He's in a lot of. He's been in a lot of stuff. But we, what is? Well, I thought they might. I thought they play. might have
1: used his voice though, because yeah, exactly. that's what yeah. they did with Darth I, Vader. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, th- th- we still don't know who Circus is playing. He said it's his voice, but he won't. Right. He hasn't said who's he, who he's playing. I guess you kind of think he'll play a CG character, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Who knows? What did you think of it,
2: Luke? I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought I liked that they didn't use Mark Hamill or any of that. You know, they focused on the new talent, so Oscar Isaacs and uh, Daisy Ridley and John Boyega. Thought that was great. Um, I liked it. I, as you say, if it wasn't Star Wars, you wouldn't give it no. a second look. But the mere fact they can get away with that is because it's Star Wars. It's like here are the X-wings, here are the type of, of course, but and, right? and
0: that, but that's you know that felt a bit lazy. Yeah. to me,
2: was it, I can't remember who I was talking to the other day, but someone made the point. Interesting, there was no space in it. It's all on planets. Mm. Just, just mm. you know, it's something Apart that from I, the logo. Yeah, just something that I mm. hadn't really picked up on. But someone said to me, I think maybe my family last night, that like. Yeah, no space, just all planet-based.
1: Yeah, I was a bit underwhelmed, to yeah. be honest. I mean, all I've done is the Rewind Theatre where we talked about Big yeah. Bits Out, but I didn't really talk about my opinion of it. And I just, as as teasers go, I didn't think it was a really good teaser. Yeah, I think it was a bit all over the place and I think you can really cleverly build atmosphere in a teaser and just hint at things. And uh, it just didn't do a lot for me. It was... Mm-hmm. A- it nothing to dislike about it. And it was no. so exciting to have it of course But it makes it feel more real event, but then right? again
0: it would never ever ever live up to expectations surely no. i don't
1: because know you can give i feel like you can give a teaser a little bit of a story yeah like a beginning a middle and an end with a, with ending on something i guess it did end on the millennium falcon but almost show less but mm, give people yeah, more yeah but um i agree i agree i, I mean obviously it would have been uh, that much more exciting to see the characters that we we know yeah. and love. But they, they've it? saved that for another time. Because that's
0: the thing. Like you'll well, see, you'll see like Harrison Ford and go, "Oh my god, <laughs> what
2: happened to you?" Nah,
1: <laughs> Ford looks fine. Ford looks Does fine. He? Does, yeah, he looks fine. Mm. Uh, and Mark Hamill, he obviously is looking a bit like Ben Kenobi now. That's the look they've yeah. gone for with the beard and that. So we kind of know, and we don't really know what Carrie Fisher's is going to look like. But I think the two guys are going to look probably,
0: probably look not as good as she did in that gold not bikini. Right? Bikini.
1: <laughs> um, it, well, it would be cruel if they put her
0: in that bikini. <laughs> Just I mean, to be honest, <laughs> I've seen websites that have done worse. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wasn't sold on the lightsaber either I thought at first I was like, eh, that's kind of cool but it's such an iconic thing, you don't need to mess with that.
0: No, I quite liked it not so much for the little crossbars cross or whatever they're called, but the fact that it looked a little bit unruly and not kind of So the,
2: the theory that, pe- that I've heard batted mm. about is that, you know, it's the fall of the Empire no one knows where the crystals are and all yep. of this and so they happen to make do with synthetic crystals that are weaker and therefore mm. the Beans more erratic, To so like meth or something, yeah, exactly. It's not yeah. the pure stuff.
1: Yeah. I will say it was very stressful for us. I didn't like the messy way in which it was released, yeah, it was, it was, a bit was of all a over the place. Yeah. I mean, what I don't know what they were trying to achieve. I'd be pretty peeved if I was someone who bought a ticket to one of the cinemas in America, agree. Yeah. and then I could have watched it eight times at home and in yeah. a row rather than yeah. you know queue up or whatever. I mean, we were and, chasing our tails, and, we? yeah. We, we, we one minute it's on iTunes and then it's on some YouTube channels of some other websites, and then we. get sent an official star wars link and then we get sent the download all in the space of like half an hour yeah and it was a bit frustrating, really, yeah. when you're trying to cover something like that. Yeah. Just to, you, we were is, stressing out. That is out. first
0: world problems, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Poor us <laughs> yeah. having to cover Star Wars. But it, just, it's,
1: it seems strange in this day and age, though, that it, yeah. it, it didn't seem like it was as, as, co- as coordinated as it could have been. Yeah. For
0: something of that kind of scale. Yeah. But we always said that. We said, you know, the fact that they were going to debut in cinemas is like... he's you know, old-fashioned now. And you know that somebody somewhere is going to have a dodgy copy of yeah. it. And why yeah. would you screw it up like that? Um, But it's just
1: since the Jurassic Park one seemed to go so smoothly, you know, we we Mm. got a bit of a heads up and we knew when it was dropping. We we had all the prep in place and everyone could kind of see it at the same time in the same way Mm. in good quality. Whereas this one, it was a bit,
0: I don't know. Yeah, because also it it came a bit earlier than we thought it was going to come, didn't it? It's like I I think we were like expecting it (laughs) quarter past three and we got it, I don't know, four minutes past or something. It was all a bit strange. But anyway, but you also saw The Hobbit. I did. So I've f- seen the final Hobbit movie. I'm so yeah, the, <laughs> 50 like, I'm hours really worth done. of cinema yeah. or whatever ridiculous comes to an end. A yeah. fitting end?
1: A fitting end, a, a nice end. Or a Maybe my least favourite of uh, the Tolkien adaptations, which mm. isn't hugely critical because I've liked all of them. Ranked but ranked. I feel like I've loved the original three and yep. I've liked this three. And this one doesn't change that in any way, shape or form. Like yep. it's... I don't know there is, there's some lovely moments at the end. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't it's the it's the shortest of the six films which is interesting okay, how long is it? It's long. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's about it's Sorry, about I'm two and a half hours. Sorry. Chris. <laughs> it's all right. Um, but I I felt it was a bit unbalanced. I feel like for me by far the best scene was the opening scene mm. which is really the end of the last film. Yeah. You know it ended on oh, that yeah, cliffhanger. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that scene goes on for like another 20 minutes and it's brilliant. But you're like this should be at the end of a movie, not yeah. at the start but of the why movie. Why did you finish
0: the last film like yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. And then, no, and, completely,
1: yeah. And because and it, it's lost the momentum, maybe it doesn't have the impact it should. And then I don't think the film ever really recovers. So you then got like 40 minutes of bits of business and tying up loose ends, and then you've got a battle uh-huh. yeah. that goes on for what feels like forever. Yeah, And I just I just feel like I've seen these battles in this universe yeah. before. Yeah. You know, I feel like the two towers and Return of the King, we yeah. got these sequences. And
0: that's the thing I was looking forward to the Hobbit when it was originally announced, is a change of pace. Something that was completely different from the yeah. kind of epic um multi kind of army battles from then. It was all about, you know, uh, Bilbo yeah. and the dwarves and the dragon. Yeah. And it became this other monstrosity and it was just yeah. like, mm. Mm. and that's why I love the Hobbit as a book. Is It's self
1: contained. Yeah, you got dwarves and elves finding orcs again, fighting orcs again and fighting yeah. trolls and it just it's still spectacular. Yeah, but I just, it just, it's it really tea, felt right? like there was fi- there was padding and filler yeah. and. But
0: so that's my because pro- I love the original trilogy. Mm. Yeah, yeah um, and then I loved the first one. I can't remember what was the, the first topic called. There and back again was it? Uh, yeah, uh, unexpected journey. Unexpected uh, journey. Yeah, love that. Smaug. I was kind of like oh, uh, this is not quite what I wanted it to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, because the whole dragon thing was just like stretched out and pulled out and it went on. And as you say, it ended on a bit of a disappointing climax. Yeah. yeah. And it should have just finished there for me. And now this one.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I've invested so much t- time and kind of energy into this franchise that I kind of feel a bit half-arsed going to go and see the film, which is not a good place to yeah. be. And I mean, of course I will go and see it. They've kind of shoehorned
1: in... Um, <clears throat> you know, links to the next trilogy as well, which are yeah. a slightly, some, there's a couple that are slightly painful. Some of them seem like they work and seem quite natural and organic, yeah. but others feel like, yeah, you, this is just so that you can say, look, we've, we taught, it's six. Films.
0: You can, you can watch it it's, back to back. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: But you know, I, I was planning to watch uh, one and two Hobbit one and two before I went to see this to review it. Yeah. And I just couldn't bring myself to do it. No, I've, I've watched them both twice before. Yeah. Mm. And I think I'm just done with them. I'm really done with them. In five years' time, ten years' time, I'll go back to the other trilogy, but probably not these ones. All all, all I did was watch the last 20 minutes of the last one so that I knew exactly where we were with all the characters, so I could kind of...
2: Because I watched the the other two, I think maybe a month ago, just because I couldn't really remember them. That's the thing. I can still remember scenes from The Lord of the Rings and stuff, and I'll still happily plug that in, but like The Hobbit... Nothing's really yeah. iconic other than the dwarves singing, the fans. And, one, and it's not the, really <laughs> it,
1: and I will say it's just not the Return of the King where that was a really
0: celebratory finale. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It was absolutely brilliant and it was it's, amazing. It's not quite that. I didn't, yeah, I, I
0: didn't remember feel. going to uh, an early morning screening for that. Um, when did that come out? Was that IGN 2003. Yeah, it pre no, so IGN. I yeah, so was I I was IGN. Really yeah. Um, And I was really hungover. <laughs> um, and I think I was almost in tears. It's just like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. But yeah, incredible.
1: My, my, I'll just say my experience of that one was I went to see it during the day quite a long time after it came come out so the cinema was pretty much empty Yeah, I might have told this before <laughs> but maybe there was like seven or eight people in the cinema and I went and sat right in the middle 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 right. and no one around me in the rows behind or in front and then a woman came and sat three seats from me with a baby and a toddler uh. and she uh breastfed for the first half hour <laughs> and all I could hear was this
0: oh
1: <laughs> my it wasn't god wasn't you was it <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. and then the was it, toddler was that, just what's
0: that film the toddler me was myself just, and Irene <laughs> yeah, it wasn't me
1: and the toddler was just on the floor like playing on the floor with its oh, toys oh man and talking to her and it was the most oh, insane thing that would have done my night yeah, and I because know. I'm so British rather than complain, I just went and sat somewhere else
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. you gotta love the Brits anyway let's crack on with this week's news
2: yes. okay so um poor Ubisoft not having a great time <laughs> at the moment with everything that's going on so fresh from you know the fact that uh, there was criticism about their new review policy for yep. Assassin's Creed unity you know they had a an the crew and the crew um, embargo 12 hour after the game released uh, so something else has hit them every year in November we tend to see an Assassin's Creed now We've just had unity and rogue released the next one's leaked
0: so normally, well, like Ubisoft games March. yeah leak in March or April. Right. But they've they've, got, they've excelled themselves they've decided, this time. They've decided let's do it a
2: week after the game is released. So yes, this is called Assassin's Creed: Victory. Yep. It is next gen only. So it is coming to a PS4, like Xbox surprise, One, and PC. Not really. Um, and it is set in 19th century Victorian England. No way! I know. Didn't right? see that coming, right? <laughs> Exciting. So, so there we go. And so Kotaku found this out. And then um, Ubisoft has pretty much said yeah no you're right yeah it's, yeah it's legit
1: yeah there um, there was some resignation in that in that <laughs> statement that they released wasn't there yeah
0: I just honestly how the hell does this happen every single year it's like with every
2: single game in Ubisoft the statement is just like it's always unfortunate when internal assets not intended for public consumption are leaked we certainly welcome anticipation for all of our upcoming titles but we're disappointed for fans
0: development teams and that this conceptual assets now public <laughs> it's like because so, that's the thing it's not just, oh, mm. you know, there is a Victorian and England version it's of... It's a screenshot. There's a screenshot. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, that, that is how, a big... How do league. you feel about this? Obviously, we cover this stuff. It's our bread yep. and butter,
1: and it does yep. huge traffic yep. when people get a first glimpse at a game. But it's it's so harsh on the studio that's trying to get everything right before they, you know, and release yep. it at, at the time that they see fit.
2: But it's kind of part so, so of what you, you, you risk, I think, with an annualised franchise as well, right? Because it's... That's the thing... You get franchise fatigue much quicker, and yeah. it leaks a lot. Because they've apparently been working on this for about three years, mm. Ubisoft Quebec, but, but it's now the, at the stage But that's where... the same
0: as any studio, right? Yeah, yeah but, it's because like... it,
2: but be, you know, I think it would be... It's really interesting, because in actual fact, this leaked last night, and I checked last night, you know, it didn't really do that well last night. People were just like, eh. And I that's... really think you're getting hit by franchise fatigue now. So
0: to, to answer your question, yeah. I, I think... So a cynical side of me thinks... Did it actually leak, mm. or was because the reception to Unity has been so poor? It's like mm. got to get faith back in the interest. Completely new location, although they did that with like Revolutionary France, um, and I wonder if, if that was part of it. But but I, I agree. is like in all honesty, I think they need to take a year off, but they probably can't afford to. It makes like whatever people say about it, it still makes them a ton of cash. Yeah. The same with Call of Duty. Like Unity
2: outsold Black Flag in the UK. Yeah. Um, and Black Flag, as far as I'm concerned, is possibly one of the
0: highlights. But that's. But at the same time, is you know, people didn't realize the extent to which of was broken the bugs. Yeah. Which you know, admittedly, can be fixed with patches. So, yeah. You know, I because I wonder. Obviously, it's called Victory. I wondered if you will get on uh, v- yes. Lord Nelson's yep. Victory. You would think. Um, you would imagine. Considering you? it's been such a big part of mm. previous uh, yeah. Assassin's Creed, although it's my least f- favorite part of the game, is like, I, I like the fact that it's coming to London, Victorian London. But at the same time. I just Have you want got a sense time. of pride? I do. It's quite really, cool when franchises come to your hometown. But because hometown. we're climbing up like St Paul's, yeah, yeah. for example. Well, there's
2: one screenshot cool. with like Big Ben in the background. Yeah. And, I, and I did feel a bit like, that's cool. But yeah. we've also got The Order 1886 yeah. next year, which is Victoria in England as well. And so I kind of feel like I've got my mm. Victorian England fixed. I want to fund
0: the IGN offices. Yeah. Because I think they were probably around then. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But yeah, so there you go um, the only other thing that he says is that apparently there won't be an equivalent of Rogue and so like there won't
0: be a you've got to leave it behind at some point right yes and I think two years is probably fair enough enough
1: we have a Suicide Squad cast so this is the supervillain movie uh, that Warner Brothers is making uh, David Ayers directing who directed um, Training Day and End of Watch and Fury was his movie this year so he does testosterone he does guy movies Right. And he's making a movie with a lot of guys and some ladies in it as well. Um, so we have um, Will Smith is playing Deadshot, who's pretty much the leader of the Suicide Squad. Uh, Tom Hardy is Rick Flagg.
2: Will Smith? I don't mm. But anyway, let's, I'll let's, let you let's go get through to it. Again. <laughs> All right, okay. uh,
1: Tom Hardy is Rick Flagg. Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. Jai Courtney as Boomerang. Uh, Carla Delevingne as Enchantress. And Jared Leto as The Joker. Mm. We have a new
0: Joker. Yeah. So I think that's I think Jared Leto could do an awesome job of that.
1: I do because I think uh, he'll I take it good. in a different direction. We've talked about him on the on the superhero show before, yeah. and m- my feeling about him is there's something s- kind of otherworldly about him. Yeah, mm. he takes it very he takes life very seriously. Yeah, I think he's quite gaunt as well. He'll take right? this seriously, and I think he'll be a very interesting he'll, he'll do something different I don't think he would take it if he didn't think he could do something yeah. 180 degrees from what's gone before
0: yeah so we'll talk about the other cast members my yeah. only concern with it would be is that I don't know how they're pitching this movie yeah because you know with someone like the Joker you want a, it to be quite extreme mm. yeah um and obviously you know Dark Knight um well I think it pushed the boundaries of the rating that it got Um, And if he can take it to that same level, then great. I just hope they don't try and make, you know, kind of dumb it down and make it like a a pleasant movie because Joker should be absolutely nuts. Yeah. And it's called The Suicide Squad yeah basically I I I hope it's not expendables I wonder if he'll be
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if he'll be as nasty as as Heath Ledger's Joker though yeah whereas this is going to be feels like it's going to be more of an action movie Mm. than like I mean Dark Knight was kind of like a psychological horror almost wasn't it
2: you can see him being quite straight laced with it I think almost like you know kind of playing against the fact that he's meant to be a Joker but he's like quite Mm. you know quite straight with it
0: yeah I don't really know what to expect so so you're
2: not feeling Will Smith in it well I'm just not
0: feeling Will Smith (laughs)
1: <laughs> really like, yeah Yeah.
0: Like, he's just a bit of a comedian like I, I don't think I could take him seriously
1: he can act though I mean yeah. Ali he's really good in Ali he's done some very Not good so, yeah. dramatic roles I think, I yeah, what was I think one he's one w- good
0: but what was the film that, where he was a kind of bloke on the street ah uh, The kid? Pursuit of Happiness that was supposed to be a great film oh, yeah. Yeah. Charlotte right. balled a lot of it.
1: yeah I don't, don't know I I, he need, he needs a hit though Will yeah, Smith After, After Earth and
2: stuff like. yeah
0: trying to shoehorn his son into everything so I find it weird that Tom Hardy is coming back in a DC role but not as Bane yeah coming back yeah
1: he is and it's at Warner Brothers as well he's also done Mad Max for so he's obviously tight with them now yeah yeah.
0: and obviously it's great it's flavour of the month and I you know I think he's decent in pretty much everything he does yeah
1: and this would be very different to Bane I mean Bane you didn't even see his face really did no, you and you couldn't no, hear no. what he was saying no. so <laughs>
2: exactly pretty much none of him was used what
1: a lovely <laughs> lovely I, voice I, th- I, th- I think uh, Jim said on, on one of the videos we shot in the States uh, that if um, you, you kind of want a cigar chomping tough guy yeah. Yeah. like Tom Hardy could be the new Lee Marvin Yeah, mm. Mm. he could be. Yeah, could yeah, do yeah. that kind of thing and I think we're thinking Dirty Dozen quite a lot with this as yeah. well I think yeah. this is like a superhero Dirty Dozen Yeah, um, Margot Robbie I think we all thought she was good in Wolf of Wall Street, but none of us have seen her in much else, really. She's got she's got a lot coming up,
2: but like Holly Quinn's a big role as well. I mean,
0: yeah, but nobody's really kind of done it before. Like, it's obviously a big feature in all of the games, in the animated series, and then kind of penned into the comics. Yeah,
2: I think they've kind of gone for the sexy angle. It sounds like like she's quite. Yeah, but she is sexy. Yeah, she's also
0: mental. But she's also mental. Yeah, (laughs) she's Joker's girlfriend. (laughs) So so I'm interested to see how that kind of relationship pans out, and I think the pair of them could do a really good job of it. Yeah. And whether or not any of these characters will pop up
1: anywhere else as well in other, yeah. mm. uh, and then the ones I'm really not sure about. So Jai Courtney as Boomerang. What's he so done for? Yeah, I am not a fan of this guy. So he um, was Bruce Willis's son, John McClane's son in, in the last Die Hard. Right. Uh,
2: okay.
1: And he, he, he he's a bit of a Sam Worthington to me, mm. where he's kind of a tough, reasonably tough guy, just doesn't have that but much charisma. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I don't really get what he is. Kind of a himbo. Yeah, um, you know, like a Melbourne. I yeah. don't know. Uh, may he, he's in the new Terminator, so that'll be a big test for him. Yeah. Although, you know, as usual, there, did you see all the pictures of them shouting on the front yes, of that magazine? Yes. <laughs> he's one of them.
0: Terrible marketing <laughs> shots. Really. So we'll, we'll know a bit more
1: of him by the time this this um, podcast drops because uh, the the trailer for Terminator is coming out as well yeah. this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Cara Delevingne, who bold. Obviously, supermodel, very famous in the tabloids in England. Mm. Is she the lady with the eyebrows? Yeah. yeah, yeah Yes. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's, a, she's apparently very good in Michael Winterbottom's film um, that, that, that's coming out next year. Uh, she's also in Pan. She, she seems to be getting a lot of roles. Right. But, you know, when it's a,
0: a supermodel turned actor, you're just not... You're never really sure, no, aren't no, no, you? No, no. Yeah.
2: She was kind of Flavor of the Month, wasn't she? So...
0: And the other thing that I saw this morning is that they're rumouring that as Oprah, as Waller, the kind of, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the mastermind of it all. Yeah, in a, it's character. kind of how yeah. bizarre. It's, it's,
1: it's Viola Davis, Octavia Spencer, and Oprah Winfrey with her Her apparently yeah. the favourite. But you know what? That woman is a really good actress. Yeah. She's Purple, really good. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, she was acting Purple. before she did talk shows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's like, it's, it seems laughable because of who she is. But actually... Whenever she's acted in it, she's in The Butler as well, which yeah, got on yeah, yeah, a couple of years yeah. ago. It's not as funny as people think, I don't think. It's just right. because she's open. Yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It'd be like having Graham Norton on there or something, <laughs> something like that. <laughs>
2: well, it's like John Barrowman when he turns up in Zero Dark Thirty and you're just like, well, he's, <laughs> Why he's, are he's you all there? the way through. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. what he is, you call he's quite it? good um, in Arrow.
1: He is good in Arrow. But this is all very interesting. So it means in 2016, we're going to have two supervillain movies. We've got Sinister Six yeah. and this coming out so this is s- su- s- 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 all this S-s- has s- got some serious uh, heavy weights though in terms yeah, yeah. of like cast like that first that first trailer is going to be pretty good I think when we yeah. see some of these guys yeah
0: yeah. so I've got a question oh no Okay. do you want to build a snowman?
2: Uh, that's <laughs> cool. uh, what? that's good
0: <laughs> I didn't like that song it's well, not, it's, no it's pretty yet. much the the Frozen soundtrack has been in my head for the last year. That's why so. I actually
2: wanted you to do this exactly. story. <laughs> yeah. I remember when we went to a Disney Infinity event and they just we walked in and let it go and your face just fell. Do you know what? <laughs> it's because <it's> <laughs> Alex loves Disney. I it's, do it's love nothing, Disney. Nothing and like I enough. do
0: love dressing up as Elsa. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I'm especially happy that uh, the actress that played her, Idina Menzel, is that how you pronounce it? Let's ask
1: El. Judge Travolta.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's Idina
1: <laughs> you look like that uh, so famously at the Oscars last yeah. year
2: oh. uh, John Travolta tried to say a name what did oh, right. he say uh, the wickedly talented Adele dazim <laughs> <Just like, laughs> oh really she was like, oh yeah it's like because she was in Wicked so she was Alphabet. she started yeah. the main run Wicked so she's like and now the wickedly talented Adele Dezim. and like just kind of, <laughs> just kind of like uh, swallows but it, but it a little bit but is it Adina Menzel yeah Adina yeah, yeah, Menzel but how, but you, how did he get that name so that is the home? question that we've asked okay. I'll send you a link he kind of says he's a big fan
1: as well just before he says it no. Clearly, like, never I'm heard a huge of it. fan
2: of her work. Like, she's really talented.
1: It's very funny. And
0: it made Luke hysterical when it happened. Yeah.
2: And we, want, and that's the, we did a podcast Means to You when I lost it.
0: Right. <laughs> Sorry. So I, yeah. I know. So I, I remember the podcast. I never actually saw it. So I didn't know what it was related yeah, no, to. Yeah, that's it. what it's related right. to. Right. Anyway, so <laughs> she has come out in interview with The Telegraph, in fact, saying that a sequel and the stage musical. <laughs> are going ahead so it's no yeah. surprise you know yeah we, knew, we definitely knew gone. the stage
1: musical yes, was happening yeah. and the sequel it the just seems like a, set no up as a musical it's, yeah. it's
0: got broadway written all over it more yeah, than any I think other disney frozen
1: film. on ice isn't there already and there's, yeah. there's, there's once upon a time and stuff isn't there yeah saying.
0: i don't actually know what once upon a time is
1: <laughs> do i have just i seen see it.
0: the reviews going up on IGN, but i've never seen it i don't know where it's a character
1: it's it's a it's a drama set in the fairy tale universe right
0: but does it air over here
1: is it one about crimes in that play in the fairy tale universe? I think there might be crimes going on. Right. And there's like cops. But yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't really. I've this never watched it. Really it sounds like
0: Enchanted. I'm kind of on into Like this. a bit different. I don't know. Anyway, look, <laughs> okay. there's not a lot of other news apart from, yes, the fact it's going to happen. Um, I, do you know what? I don't really give two hoots, but my daughter will go nuts for it. I still haven't seen the first one yeah
1: they've just got to. let's hope they don't mess it up really because there's so many kids that love that movie
0: because i think
1: you don't want an inferior sequel to no and let's face
0: it there are very few disney films that have had sequels that well haven't been straight to dvd quite frankly (laughs) i didn't realize there was three lion kings there are. Yeah, yeah well, direct DVD there, that's where it yeah, goes. I guess wrong.
1: you got Lasseter in charge these days. Yeah. Who who oversaw the the Toy Story sequels and you, it needs to, it needs to go down that route where yeah. it's.
0: But the thing that's good about Frozen is that, you know, whether you like it or not is that's, I think the story is pretty uh, yeah. interesting. It's it's really well-paced. But the soundtrack. So, it, you know, it's a mixture of all three things. Um, and I think, you know, you need to invest heavily in the sound. Like, Muppets is a good example. The first movie was so good. The second one, the soundtrack was nowhere near as good. Mm. I, I thought the casting was not very good, mm. uh, Ricky Gervais, and, you know, they, they'd set up the Muppets for a brilliant return, and then they screwed up with the sequel.
1: Yeah. Oh, I hope that doesn't happen. Me too. But we don't really care that much. <laughs>
0: well, you say that, it'll be my life. <laughs> it's a nightmare.
2: Yeah, uh, I quite like adina Menzel, so...
0: Uh, what, what about whatever it is do you like her Dazeem Del- <laughs> she's got
1: her, her, again, um, it, made her re- it made her super famous Adina Menzel because it right. became such a big news story that everyone was talking about her
2: she's now got um, a song out with Michael Bublé as well so like just the from, for the boob from being a Broadway star <laughs> to that
1: <laughs> uh, interestingly our top 10 films in the UK this week number 7 Frozen Really? Still? Right. So it's been re-released.
0: Okay. Oh, I, So, right, I knew that, but I didn't realise actually been re-released, because I hadn't seen any marketing for it anywhere. I guess yep. you don't have to market
1: it. <laughs> it got re-released it. last week. Uh, it's made half, nearly half a million so far, wow. oh, and right. I guess it'll stay in cinemas. Um, the Polar Express has been re-released again.
0: That's not a very good film.
1: But you know what? Mm. Over the years, that has made a hell of a lot of money by mm. being re-released every year, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the same with Frozen.
0: So the one that I haven't seen is Jim Carrey was in... What did he do? Christmas Carol remake, right. Yeah, Is yeah. that good? I quite liked it's okay. it. It's okay. Yeah,
1: it's okay. It's just that there, there's better Christmas carols out there. Yeah. Right. You know, there's Muppets. the Alist- Alistair Sim one. Uh, the Muppet one. Muppets is Muppets remains right Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah.
0: I did, the thing is, Arthur Christmas, I think, is really good. Oh, yeah, no, I like I to watch that one, yeah. You're not watching no, it? No, Like, Scarlet... Well, again, it's the film that I watched with Scarlet at Christmas last year. And we probably started watching it at December... All the way through, up until probably June, and then it was time to watch something else. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like, you know, her kind of like, pop on the DVD player. Yeah, I've yeah. got
1: the DVD, so. Yeah, it is really good. Well, I'll tell you what you should take, Scott to See, is Paddington.
0: Yeah, uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> we did talk, we spoke about it on last week's did podcast. Did you? Okay. The, the experience. <laughs> uh, well, the <laughs> film
1: did come out, and I don't think that many children had to leave because it made over five million. Wow. Uh, it's the second biggest debut for a family film this year behind Lego. And um, it has delivered the biggest opening weekend for a live-action family film since Alice in Wonderland in March
0: 2010. Wow. Yeah. Because that film's a stinker.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. But it was a phenomenon here. It made a billion dollars worldwide, Alice in Wonderland. Really? Yeah. It bombed sh- huge. It was absolutely huge. See, so, yeah, it's interesting. Apparently, I, I didn't know the background to it, but Warner's had spent years developing a Paddington movie and then decided not to press ahead with it. Mm. And so, Studio Canal bought the rights off them, and it's the it's the most expensive film that Studio Penal, can,
0: Canal have produced. Wow! And it's their biggest opening. You can ever. kind of see that though. Like the amount. Um, so I've seen the first forty minutes. Of yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you could tell, like, yeah. like even during that time, it way surpassed my expectation. Yeah.
1: It's it's. Yeah, because I've I've seen the whole thing. Yes, and, uh, <laughs> that's
0: good because you reviewed it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of care and attention have gone into it. You know, yeah. it, it looks beautiful. It's, it's it's lovely. It's well written. It's it's you know, it's the producer of Harry Potter, and you can feel that yeah. that kind of care and attention has yeah. gone into it. There's a it.
0: sense of like you know magic to it, which is yeah. always nice.
1: Yeah. Yep. And so yeah, I I expect just like Frozen that we'll see a sequel coming yeah. sooner rather than later. Should Colin Firth have stayed in it? No. No, I mean, they all agreed. He agreed, they agreed. It just, it would have been weird, this little, this little boy <laughs> old bear having voice. an old man's voice.
2: Yeah. Sleep well, sweet prince. Yeah. Barely newbie. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, uh, good news. Big cash for Paddington. Good. So, uh, this year, it's the 20th anniversary of PlayStation. Yay. Which is kind of pretty crazy. So, it's how old were you when PlayStation came out?
2: I would have been five. Oh, my God. I was five when yeah. <laughs>
0: PlayStation came out. I was working in the games industry. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, 16.
1: There you go. Were you? So it puts us in three different places. Yeah, yeah. Three different generations.
0: How old are you? 36. <laughs> okay, so it's five up. years yeah. difference. Right, okay. So I was 21 when PlayStation came out. Yeah. Um, and uh, obviously, you know, the whole thing of it is, is that PlayStation are celebrating it. They've released, or they're going to release, a special edition Which I want PlayStation so badly. 4. I so If you haven't seen it, it's a PlayStation 4. It's in the original PlayStation Grey, which I don't think looks very
2: sexy anymore. Mm. The top is kind of shiny, though. Like, the bit at the top, it's like that bit's kind of shiny. It looks quite nice. They've also released a theme today as well for it.
0: Right, so, I haven't seen that yet. So the
2: theme is quite boring, but we'll come to that.
0: But you get... So the PlayStation logo, the coloured PS logo is on the front. There's a little thing down the bottom saying that, you know, this costs you lots of money, it'll be worth more in a few years' Yes, yeah, so there's
2: 12,300 made, because it was originally released... So weird. Apparently, because there was originally... Uh, it was released on the 3rd... Well, the 3rd of the 12th. Yeah. So... Right is the thing but that's worldwide they haven't announced how you can get it yet yeah that's coming on saturday at the playstation experience they're going to be like
0: oh of course yeah yeah yeah. they're going to announce how you can get get hold of it so uh and then the other thing like the, the controller itself where the touchpad is you've got the little kind of x triangle square circle thing as the pattern on the top which is again a nice touch that's cool but i don't particularly like it. i really like it but have I, you seen it chris no no. I'm I, I, that. I it's one of those things <laughs> where cuz uh, I saw a shot of it alongside the original PlayStation. I was like, I prefer the original PlayStation. Yeah. Cuz that is a design of its time yeah. and the color of its time whereas this you've got a modern design but with a horrible color. It'd be like having a I don't know, an Xbox 1 in the same color as a, an Amiga, so that kind of off-white, kind of cream <laughs> <Beige>. color. <aren't laughs> yeah, I don't really get it. No. I think it's just kind of, you know,
2: for nostalgia's sake.
0: But the theme... Do you remember when PCs
2: were all beige? Mm. yeah God, that's weird isn't we're it we're gonna pack our bell um, but there was um, a theme it's just a grey background and so that's not exciting but the big thing is it's the chime that start oh, chime yeah, yeah, it yeah. has that when you boot up the console so it's yeah. the I can't do it but it's the
0: chime you know the PlayStation startup chime I can't remember how, <coughs> how it went because Brom kind of thing Sega because <laughs> <laughs> I do remember like when PS2 came out um, I went over to Namco Bandai's offices, or oh, it was just Namco at the time, uh-huh. because they were working on whichever Ridge Racer game. And they got one of the first PS2s in the office. And we went over to see it, and all it did was switch on and play the... Is kind of noise. and that the PS3? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> and then the
2: PS1, is the PS2 is just like... and there's loads of But anyway,
0: all, all we did was sit there, for like, turn it on and off for about 15 <laughs> minutes and go... Right, yeah, <laughs> so that's experience, like the, the blue light was nice. Yeah, <laughs> cool. weird. Awesome. I know, well, that, that was my job. <laughs> it still is. So anyway, uh, obviously, yeah, big thing at the minute is talking about your favourite moments. Um, and memories from PlayStation. Now, I've got a lot, so I can go first. Okay. And you can talk about well, yours. Let me talk about mine. Now, first things first. You might remember this. You probably won't. Okay. But uh, when it first came out, their advertising campaign was called Saps, Society Against PlayStation. I do, do remember. I remember. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was no, kind of like a, uh, a kind of public health warning about you know how playing games is too addictive and PlayStation, mm. you shouldn't play it. And I've got the YouTube, and I'm going to play it, uh, a segment of it briefly, and I'll try and hold it near to the mic so you can hear some of it. Hello, citizens of Europe. As spokesperson
1: for SAMS, the Society Against PlayStation, I'd like to talk to you about a menace threatening humanity. It's happening right here, in our very homes, and corrupting the lives of our loved ones. Yes, friends, I'm talking about this. It may look like a harmless bagel toaster, but inside is a deadly donut.
0: How do you know PlayStation is not a normal game system? it carries these telltale signs scientists say
1: its effects are mind users lose all sense of reality and enter another
2: world
0: here we have a normal anyway so that's the kind of advert mm. so interesting sorry one thing that i saw on the advert 2.99 for the console yeah which is you know pretty much standard for consoles these the Obviously, xbox was more expensive um, but forty-five quid for a game. So game prices haven't really changed that much, considering that was twenty years ago. Like if you take into account inflation, mm. that's insane.
1: I feel like though they soon came down to thirty pounds. But that's, games. yeah,
0: yeah, it's the same. But like you know, when Blu-rays, when <laughs> Blu-rays first yeah. came out, they were like mega expensive, and now it's the same in, in any HMV sale. But so that was one of the kind of first things that I remembered. Like compared to. <coughs> like, Nintendo and Sega, who are very straight and playing, you know, used to playing the kind of gamers' game. This was like a new company doing something completely different, and yeah. it was like lifestyle and edgy, and that kind of echoed across the games because obviously, Wipeout was one of their big yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs>
2: God, so much coming back.
0: Um, and then, because I can't remember, I mean, Orbital and all the kind of people that did the soundtrack for it. Designers Republic did all the design. It was just like this is cool shit. Yeah. Mm. So there was that, and then also black CDs. I remember losing my shit at black CDs? <laughs> you not like black CDs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Gl- I like black CDs. I miss black CDs. Yeah, I'm getting that. I get that, <laughs> that, <I'm getting laughs> that, that vibe. I
2: didn't believe you when you first said it, but now <laughs> it's starting to.
0: But some of the other things. So, like from the inside of the industry, because that's where I was. So uh, Phil Harrison was heading up PlayStation in the UK at the time. He's now obviously mm. um, doing uh, Xbox. But I went in to interview him and he was talking about, uh, obviously Nintendo had um, Mario, um, Sega had Sonic and it was before uh, Sony had a mascot and he was talking about his brand new game coming up from Naughty Dog and it was going to blow our minds and it was Crash Bandicoot. And I know people love Crash oh, Bandicoot, I,
2: I, that's top but to uh,
0: whisper his name in the same sentence as Mario, I think is doing Mario a huge disservice. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair point. Um, yeah, I think
1: he's more a competitor to Sonic than he is to Mario. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A, a poor man's Mario, the pair of them. So probably going to be quite a few Uh-oh. people listening to this podcast <laughs> who I, don't agree. Neither me?
1: Luke nor I said
0: that. Yeah, no. exactly. I no.
1: defend Crash.
0: And then the other thing he did, so it was just around the same time, I don't know, PlayStation but about 6 months, is he showed me a working the, the prototype of the PlayStation. And it basically looked like a um uh, an inkjet printer. It was this huge thing. Like, you imagine it to be kind of what it would look like, but it wasn't. It was, I don't know, literally like a massive box with bits sticking out of it. And that's how the PlayStation was born.
1: Wow. Wow. So you were there at the start. You were I there was. at the birth.
0: Uh, well, I started on a, issue two of PlayStation Plus. Right. Because I was working on a PC mag at the time. Uh, and then I never, I'm never, never really a PC person. So I moved from that to PlayStation. Yeah. But yeah, I was there for the birth of Lara Croft, quite literally. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> pleasant like, time, it's a, it's
1: a weird game. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: other cool stuff, Pentrick. Does anybody remember the Pentrick? If you are trying to play import games, when you lo- turn on your PlayStation and mm. it comes up with a logo, whichever noise it is, because I yep. can't remember, you pop open the thing, because basically that is it saying, right, you are loading a UK game. So you put a UK game, mm. load it quickly open it, stick a pen in, so it's holding down the bit at the back that thinks the disc lid is down, and then you put your import copy in. Wow! That's how, that's how I don't you'd...
1: think I knew that! Really? Oh! Look at this!
0: And then ev- like everything, having to hold it on its side because it was overheated all the time, and oh man. yeah, All these old tricks.
2: There you go, who needs to get it chipped? But
0: right? then games, Metal Gear, Metal Gear would be nothing without PlayStation. Mm-hmm. for me anyway mm. <coughs> yep uh, and then Pro Evo like we used to play I was working on CVG oh, the one, didn't it? Uh, and uh, it, was pro, it was it was called Pro Evolution Soccer winning 11 something or other mm. but because it had no licensees there was a massive underground kind of movement where people would create all the official kits so it was the time when Arsenal was sponsored by O2 and they'd basically gone through and created all the right characters all the right kits and all you had to do is download um, the thing onto the old PlayStation memory <coughs> cards and you had a fully official kind of Pro Evo oh, which at the cool. time was better than FIFA so they don't make them like they no. used to do you have any playstation memories
1: i think i think football games yeah mm. the, the football games just all through those early years certainly when i was at school when i was at uni
0: you always talk about emlyn Hughes <laughs> no, I'm talking about PlayStation. Okay. Evelyn Hughes was way before that.
1: Eh? Well, primary school when I was Evelyn hughes I think. Right. Uh, but yeah, I just I just remember spending hours and hours at uni with my friends playing PlayStation football. Yeah. <laughs> playing a football game on PlayStation. With, right, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that was the first time that was happening, though, because obviously it was the console that kind of moved into the living room from yeah. the bedroom. Yeah. And so I was there, you know, two years after it came out when sort of everyone was getting it was my first year at uni so everyone had one in their room at uni whereas I don't think before then people brought consoles with them to uni as much because yeah, yeah, also yeah. you could you know watch DVDs and listen to CDs exactly. or whatever so that's a real memory is just having all my mates you can watch DVDs that's PlayStation watch so, that's 2, PlayStation yeah. two. Yeah. but yeah um, I, but I remember though like it, it was amazing that I could put a CD in there and then I could play the CD through my telly <laughs> yeah. and it would have those weird and, pictures and on the screen yeah. Yeah, like yeah, that seemed yeah. like trippy. way in the future Yeah, <laughs> it's funny it was how 20
0: years ago though. So. <laughs>
1: But just, yeah, that seems so sort of dated now but
0: yeah but it is interesting because obviously at the time like when like mainstream whatever would call refer to video gaming it'd be like I'm gonna go and play my Nintendo even if it wasn't Nintendo it very quickly became PlayStation it's like even if they were playing Nintendo games it's like oh you know we're gonna go and play on PlayStation yeah it was just like actually I'm just going to play a video game (laughs) and the music was a big
1: thing for me I think you could sometimes play your own you could play your own CD as the soundtrack of a game yeah you could kind of put the CD in first and put the game in after Mm. or whatever Whatever. and that was just something really novel I could yeah. listen to an Oasis album while I was playing a football game Yeah,
0: but it's true, and, and and they the experimented the so much with you know games like Parappa the Rapper and yeah. Rib Rib and all these kind of like far out there games like beat generation games all that yeah. kind of stuff was you know Playstation was you know completely different proposition from you know what was around at the time so yeah. what about yours oh, my youthful memory you can't actually remember <laughs> no just I like, you were so five, like, five suckling from your mama's teats. well
2: I had a um, Mega Drive Originally. Oh, no, I, well. no, I had originally, that's for the Mega Drive memories <laughs> episode yeah. of the podcast, which is never coming, unfortunately. But no, I am, um, and I played Tekken. Tekken was the first game yep. I played, and um, at my cousin's house, and I was like, "Oh, this is amazing!" And they told me, "Oh, there was a new Tekken coming out." Uh, Tekken 2 and so I decided this is you know I need this I was probably a bit older than then maybe I was about six or seven yeah but, um so yeah that was my first game uh Tekken 2 I used to spend hours playing that with my dad I also got worms yeah spent hours you got to- worms I had worms <laughs> took me to the doctor got me a pill it was fine um, that's a dumb and dumber joke. yeah <laughs> so um <laughs> I got worms <laughs> so so we did that so worms so worms and tekken 2 were kind of my <laughs> Not big, a good big combination games. i know yeah. <laughs> um but like it's just it's just amazing so crash i'm going to come to the defense of crash i thought crash was amazing back in the day
0: it was well, yeah, fun maybe fun but, to play but again i you know somebody telling me with all seriousness that you know playstation's gonna have somebody to rival mario's up see they I are th- big I words i think
2: for me it had come from the fact that I'd come from the mega drive which was obviously you know 2d sonic and all of yeah. that and the game boy which was 2d uh, Mario and suddenly there were these 3D worlds and it was a 3D blew your
0: tiny mind it
2: literally did because yeah. you know I was still coping with the real 3D world um, still and I still am I'm still not quite there um, so this
1: all happened when you were 5 no this, this is, is amazing this,
2: this, this is all kind of this is PS uh, the game PS Prodigy 1. yeah and then um, Spyro
0: I loved Spyro as well God, you had some terrible taste in games. Oh, I, know it. I then, still, la- I oh, still love God. it when I
2: interviewed Ted Price. <laughs> There's
0: me talking about Metal Gear, like classics no, no, of no, our th- time. These
2: are the ones. Um, uh, Ted Price, when I interviewed Ted Price of Insomniac yeah. the other day, about Sunset uh, Overdrive, at the end I was just like, look, please stop what you're doing. You're wasting your life. Get back and make another Spyro. I didn't think about it. Um, and just <laughs> like, get this loser out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember also buying my first memory card and being yeah. bewitched that I could suddenly save my progress. Yeah, yeah,
0: but at the same time, I remember I had probably about I don't know, 15 of those yeah, memory cards. Yeah, you can never cards. remember what's
2: on which one. And you had to try and write it on in like the tiny little yeah. slot at the bottom. You're yeah. like, oh, this is bollock. Um, and then the only other one that I remember, I remember going to Scotland to visit some family friends, and um, they were playing Final Fantasy IX at the time. And that was... My first encounter with the Final Fantasy series, yeah. So So not Final Fantasy Seven. No. So I started with Nine. I went back and played Nine, and I tried Seven, and Seven just doesn't click with me. After playing Nine,
0: it's very, very difficult. It was very difficult for me to go back. Did you play Nine? I finished nine. I thought so. <laughs> I tell you, I played nine. So the other thing that I loved about it is it, it was the closest, I guess, to having an arcade machine in your yeah. room because you had uh, obviously Ridge Racer, Tekken, as you say, yeah. but like even like Time Crisis, which yeah. you know you had the little kind of Dayglow um, Guncon, which was amazing.
1: And but no Duck Hunt.
0: No, Duck
1: Hunt. No, Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt. <laughs> I do remember being annoyed that certain games that were kind of ported over from c- computer games mm. yeah. weren't as good when they made when they moved to PlayStation. By games what? that I loved, like uh, Speedball 2 right. or Lemmings. There right. were just some games that I, I really loved and they just didn't make... It's yeah, true. Yeah, no, like, like, a good
0: one. Um, like Doom. Mm. I remember playing Doom. But also, the, I played Doom on like two PlayStations hooked up. Me and my mate had it in our front room and like old little tellies 14 inch sony tellies and yeah. that and it was amazing yeah yeah uh, but it yeah it d- doesn't didn't feel quite the same command and conquer
2: as well was when i did command and conquer red alert when that port resident evil
0: and uh, jesus, but jesus the Christ, jesus was a evil. port
2: that was a ball ache to control yeah. a strategy game on a playstation
0: yeah because uh, i was working as i say on a playstation mag and we worked uh, alongside another magazine called maximum uh-huh. which was like for the hardest of hardcore gamers and they got like the trial version of Resident Evil before it came out oh, cool. and it was pretty much the whole game if I remember rightly up to where you see the giant snake And mm-hmm. I remember seeing that and I was like this game is going to change the world and it did well, it didn't change the world it was just quite good <laughs> but yeah so I'm yeah. sure we'll have some readers with memories yeah well hopefully do you mean PlayStation memories yeah just, yeah, yeah <laughs> you should definitely let us know your PlayStation memories uh, IGN underscore UK feedback IGN dot com and we will talk about them on next week's show indeed
1: we got the Superhero Show a new email address. Did you? Why can't we get the podcast? Again? We will. We're working on it. We're superhero show at IGN.com.
0: So, yeah, we were talking about getting Duck Hunt at IGN.com. Yeah, that would which be good. would
2: make a whole lot of sense. Yeah.
0: Let's go to the feedback. Cool. So I have the first piece from
2: Arjun Taheem. Um So first of all, it's his birthday on Saturday. So P like, birthday. There you go. He's been listening since episode 10. Wow. So there you go. Commitment. It's longer good than work. most of us have been listening. No. Okay. Um, So he says, is it bad that he's not excited for Star Wars or Jurassic Park? Um, He sees both as fairly decent films, but he's just not fanatical about them.
1: I I think it's fair. I think each to their own. Um, It's been a long time Mm. for both franchises, so I don't know. And the previous
0: installments have left bad tastes in our mouths. Yeah,
1: and, uh, you know, like you guys were saying, I guess last week, you were talking about Avatar and whether you still cared. I think there's more of a nostalgia thing because so much of our generation's grown up on those films yeah. so you know I,
0: I was I, surprised by the comments on the Avatar like I think one out of all of them was like I'm quite excited by it but everybody was like I couldn't care. Really? Yeah. Interesting because
1: like, they were people, very popular on the site you know we were, we were working here when, yeah, when, the, when the movie came out and it was beloved by the readers.
0: spoke about Avatar for, on every podcast for about a yeah, year about almost. A year. I oh still I don't
2: know because it was weird I still quite like Avatar and everyone's like all of a sudden
0: decided it's bad mm. it's not that it's bad it's but James I've Cameron got no desire to, to go back there at all mm. you no know, I remember at the time and I just said this last week the, the 3D was spectacular mm. um, like we went to go and see that preview stuff at the IMAX yeah. and I was like yeah this looks genuinely interesting but unfortunately the film doesn't hold up mm. like I watched it in 2D when I was sick and it, oh man never again <laughs> never did again did not make things better no <laughs> but I think it's good to keep your expectations in check a little bit yeah, we do. Agreeing. We all get
1: carried away don't we and I, I, I'm i trying to do that with Star Wars I'm, I'm finding it easier with Jurassic Park mm. but with Star Wars I'm really trying not to get over excited plus there's a year to go but yes. it's like yeah 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 you know can these can these films ever live up to those high yeah. expectations that we, we create I mean it's at, and we're partly to blame at IGN because we, we, we help hide yeah. Yeah. and we love talking about this stuff but yeah, they've got they got a challenge on there. Should hands. we just
0: not talk about Star Wars for the next year? I'm okay. really easily pleased, <laughs> so I'll just watch it and like it anyway. But I don't, oh, just, I don't your, really have. A your two favourite games of all time are Crash and Spyro. Pretty so. much bewitched <laughs> by bright colours, if we're honest.
1: <laughs> so, uh, who did the the uh, printouts this week for the hey. feedback? Luke. So really, Luke. Remember, we need to we need to highlight the names as well. Okay,
0: that's that's a big thing. <laughs> it's a big thing Just, it's never going to be right isn't that it? is true so actually while you're talking about that so somebody did like read away because okay. we read out somebody's feedback last week and we didn't mention their name uh, okay. so that wasn't you my fault because I wasn't there no, fair enough right. uh, so this
1: is from Gaz Roberts who says uh, after listening to last week's podcast I was happy to find out I wasn't alone in not liking the Bourne films mm. my question is what films do you guys not like that are well regarded in other people's eyes um, I'm not the biggest fan of the Godfather trilogy he says
0: I've not seen it um so who didn't who doesn't like Bourne? uh that last week someone who's not here or your gav i don't remember anybody saying that they didn't like born Did someone write in and say that maybe because okay. i love the Bourne the first good, three films it's anyway, a good solid I haven't, trilogy i haven't seen the most uh, recent one.
1: yeah wow the godfather though i'm putting together my top 10 movies and i'm putting godfather in in there um i mean the third one is 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 a, is a bit of a disaster but the first two are mm. i think are masterpieces but that's the point of you know the fact that we can all like different things Yeah. Uh, for me um, for me it's a lot of the films like in the top 20 films of all time like the big bo- box office hits of the last sign of 10, 20 years I felt yeah. a bit of a disconnect in that I've mm. not really enjoyed them so Alice in Wonderland as we said yeah. uh, Avatar I didn't really love I came out a bit indifferent uh, Transformers so these, I, these I would are- be
0: surprised if any yeah. of those made like critical top yeah. 10 lists there
1: so what one I have seen uh, recently that isn't out till next year but it's by Paul Thomas Anderson who's one of my favourite filmmakers you know he did Boogie Nights Magnolia The Master yeah. There Will Be Blood um, all of which I've loved his new film Inherent Vice everyone's saying a masterpiece in the States I was really bored and I didn't oh, really like it and I was <clears throat> See, very I thought disappointed that,
0: I thought that about There Will Be Blood to be honest yeah I didn't kind of click with that
1: yeah, yeah um, he's a tricky he's a tricky filmmaker
0: actually yeah uh, I don't know how about you guys Um, what was the other one so I was looking through Chris Carl's top 10 movies yep. of all time yeah and he's got the Royal Tenenbaums at number one and mm. I really did not like that film. <laughs> um so for someone to put it well, you know, top ten, fair enough. But number one, I was like, that is some brass yeah, balls. I know. he
1: was he was really umming and eyeing it like when he was over here. We talked about it quite a lot. Yeah. And he didn't he didn't know whether to do it,
0: but he's. I like, I like the fact he's gone for it. He's put his balls exactly. on the line. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I admire the fact that it's a kind of a bit of an out there choice. Yeah. Um, but you know, I watched it once. I will never ever watch it again. Mm. So you know, for me, it's about movies that stand up to repeat viewing.
2: Yeah. For that, so this might be a bit controversial, but the same repeat viewing. The Indiana Jones
0: films for oh, me. Oh, what <laughs> a no, idiot. No, see,
2: I, I, I've watched them. We just
0: I've just been saying
1: how everyone can have their own opinion. <laughs> I and know, and but there about. are some yeah.
0: things that are sacred, right? No, like, they're fine. And I would say of a lot of trilogies, they are the ones that stand up to repeat no, viewing more than any.
2: I think they're fine, but I've, I've seen oh. them. I have no real desire to watch them again.
1: You're really upset, Alex. <laughs> I, <laughs> Apparently I so. I can't quite believe it. Is your favourite one the fourth one?
2: No, no, I not that you'd, you'd get a left hook there. Yeah, I was going to say, there was a moment where I judged if it was worth it. No, um, oh, I have come to. come
0: off it. I, I honestly don't know how to follow that up. <laughs> so let's move on to the next piece of feedback, quickly. <laughs> okay, come on. Right, Charles Z writes in, says, A up, pod lads, uh, have to comment on the chatterbollocks uttered about the JW trailer that's Jurassic World. Uh, it looks a lot like, uh, sorry, it looks like it has a lot of CGI, but they've got time to fix it. It's not out for another six months, Quote. Yeah, because building huge sets and eliminating CGI is what you did in the last six months of making a movie. So actually, to put it into context, is we were talking, we were saying uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes or Dawn of the Rise of the Planet of the Apes or whatever that film was called. Um, and the early trailer and teaser for that, Caesar looked pretty ropey, but in the mm. final film, he looked fantastic. So. Exactly.
1: that's it. And I, I knew that without even listening to your conversation. I knew that's what you'd have been talking about. You'll find this with so many trailers that get released yeah. is that the CGI isn't finished. So we're not... You guys weren't talking about them building sets and, 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 and filming it that way. Yeah, It's just that you're seeing early versions of it and that they will keep rendering and rendering it yeah. until it's... And
0: that's exactly what they do in the last six, six months of making House a film. We're, right? We weren't yeah. talking about... Going back and creating, you know, huge sets yeah. that would replace CGI. That's not what we were talking about. No. We were talking about the water dinosaur specifically. I don't know what it's called. I Quite
1: agree. I mean, I didn't hear your yeah, conversation, but down. I felt exactly yeah. the same thing when I watched that trailer. Was I was I was sitting there thinking, I hope that isn't finished. I yeah. hope that isn't complete because that's not good enough. Yeah.
0: And I, I, just, I think it will look miles better when it comes out.
1: And you'll see my review actually. Of the Hobbit. I did have some problem with some of the CG in um in the Hobbit. Right. Some of it looked pretty ropey to me. Well, really? Wolverine
2: Origins wasn't it that was really ropey. R-
1: Wolverine was bad, but Billy Connolly's character, although he's a dwarf, he looks t- he looks t- to be like fully CG- CGI'd, and it looks fake. Right. right. Mm. Uh, anyway,
2: sad times.
0: Next piece. Um, so Rob
2: Porter opens with the strong joke. How would you get a Pikachu on a bus? Pokemon. Pokemon. There you go. We've told that Amazing. on this podcast before. <laughs> sure. no. So he basically says um, Pokemon was discussed on the last podcast, and um, Rory said that he likes the fact that the franchise seems to be more story driven now. Um, he says though he he isn't so sure about the fact that games are going this way. Do we like modern games with heavy narrative and overuse of cutscenes? He's worried they're gonna turn into o- dumbed down, overly scripted, interactive movies with button prompts.
0: Yeah, so there's I think there's two things there. Yes, yes I do prefer narrative driven games. Absolutely. From the Last of but Us, but that doesn't example. mean that you sacrifice game interaction game. with that if it's done correctly. I did like so. The Last of Us is a great marrying of the two, I think. Yeah. Um I know what he means, but
2: I mean again, you've got um Heavy Rain, what was the latest one? Beyond Two Souls. Uh, yeah,
0: never played it. Yeah, no, I mean that was pretty poor, but that was mm. because the game and but the But again, story that, was that's cool. taken it to an extreme, yeah. I would say. Like you say, I think you've got to lead with gameplay, but it's got to be underpinned with narrative and a, a decent story. And I think we I'm have all seen, about the story. We have seen um
2: quick time events certainly less prominent than they used to be.
0: Dunno, there's a heck of a lot in like Call of Duty and stuff like that. I think so, yeah, but old habits on
2: certain
0: things, mm. really. And I'd <clears throat> i be interested to see what they do with Uncharted, because yeah. obviously that's a franchise that um, puts you in the seat of the action for a lot of it. But the number of times that you kind of, you know, you're falling down, you have to grab a ladder by pressing X, is like, I'm done with that. I'm it's like to see the new made a different? Wasn't it? Yeah, 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 like, exactly. Mm.
1: I've got an email from uh, James Green who says Just finished playing Just Cause 2, and never in my entire life have I played a game with such poor dialogue. Um, can you okay. discuss uh, Just Cause two? Wow, He's
0: only just got around to that.
1: Can you discuss the best worst dialogue and speech in video games? In my opinion, games like Assassin's Creed and Dead Space have brilliant scripting.
2: I mean, I was trying to think about this. So there was that video that we watched. There's, you know, that where they count yeah, down yeah. some of the really bad ones. Yeah. Well, mm. like,
0: obviously, Resident Evil has hilariously bad in fact a lot of kind of stuff that's penned in japan that gets translated dynasty warriors has been pretty ap- awful yeah corkers <laughs>
2: um what's final fantasy like final fantasy is better than most because they spend a lot of time localizing just instead of right. straight translating um having said that there are some howlers it's it's like when the older games didn't have voice acting so they didn't yeah. have it until 10. Yeah, yeah yeah from 10 onwards you see it gets a bit better but Sometimes it just gets so convoluted, mm. you know. You're just like, "Oh, shut up!" You know, yeah. stop talking like this. Talk like a normal person.
0: But it's uh, even like Gotham, which you're probably mm. going to watch. Yeah. The, some of the dialogue in that is yeah. I mean, I saw the pilot awful. and wasn't impressed with it. God, like it, it just astounds me how something like a, a big budget TV show like that yeah. can get made with that level of script writing. Yeah. It's Like, God, come on, invest in that, or invest in anything. So. Yeah, that, I guess that kind of answers his question. All your base are belong to us. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What's that from? I can't remember.
1: Yeah,
2: that's what I always think of. But it's, yeah. it's fun. It's like how something to like you know the whole pwn thing. Pwn. Yeah. That started as a typo in a World of Warcraft quest dialogue. Right. Yeah. And so that then became a thing. A like, uh, uh, like, meme. I still yeah. don't really understand it. <laughs> uh, it was meant to be like you own them.
0: Alex, have you got... Uh, so more? Sorry, briefly. Yeah. Uh, so the guy who wrote in last week, we didn't read his name out. It was Rory. Uh, Rory's fault. He's not here, so, you know... Rory. Andy Monaghan. So thank you for writing in, Andy. Thanks, Andy. Thank you, Randy. Uh, so Ryan Dinsdale says, last week Gav mentioned that if his progress had been wiped in Little Big Planet 3, he'd have stopped playing it. Also heard that Vince in the US had lost 40 hours of progress in Dragon Age when reviewing it. How do you deal with these kinds of glitches and bugs as reviewers? Well, the fact of the matter is you don't have any choice. Yeah. yeah. Is you've got to overcome all of that kind of stuff and get to the end of the game before you can review it. And it's the same to an extent with god of war like you were all sat next to me when i was reviewing god of war last year and that goddamn level that i was trying to get through (laughs) i honestly thought i was going to lose my shit over that
2: and you were like desperately kind of emailing pr for like is there any tips and stuff
0: well no it was it wasn't even that it was 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 more it was it was like because i'm pretty good at god of war yeah yeah it was more like is this level all is this right is it supposed to be like this? and I, again i've spoken about it. they stitched me up by putting me on a phone call with the guy who designed the level was <laughs> <He's> basically <laughs> always crying on the phone oh god um brilliant but and then they patched it and changed it yeah so you know and that that made me look like an idiot because it was like the review went out and said this level is ridiculous yeah and then easy. everybody got it and said what are you on about it's yeah like, that's oh, not they fair. patched it that's well, we not had the infamous fair,
2: saga really. of gta online when Kaza was reviewing that as well which, yeah. when she lost character after character after character and then it reappeared, and then it vanished. Yeah,
0: and so it is a weird one, especially like with so many games these days. Not really as kind of games that uh, come out uh, as finished products day one, but mm. as services is like you look at Destiny. That's going to evolve and evolve and evolve. But as critics, you can only review what's presented yeah. to you in front of you at that time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, things will change, and we'll cover that and review that as it as it goes on. But you know, we're we're in the same boat as most people. You just got to get on with it. Yeah. Mm. Is that it? Uh, no, just last No, it's
2: literally just um, a shout out to a duck hunter. So, this is Jamie from the uh, duck hunt group on Facebook. Um, and he just says, quick, uh, just a quick one, could you give a shout out to a good duck hunter who's having a pretty tough time at the moment? Um, so, yes, happy Christmas, slightly early, and duck hunter Chris Goodwin, Zoe, and little Izzy. So, we just thought we'd say that.
0: Shout out to those guys. Yeah. I hope, uh, I don't know what the problem is, but I hope it's all good. Yeah, all and I hope awkward. it all works out. Cool. Um, Right, let's quickly look at the uh, games and movies out this week. So games, the Game of Thrones movie from Telltale is out this week, which, you know, we only saw a trailer for that kind of a week and a half, two weeks ago. Uh, And by all accounts, it's really, really good. It kind of sits uh, in parallel to the TV show. You've got all the kind of main cast members voicing their characters. Mm. It tells the story of the foresters. Yeah, Yeah. and apparently uh, dialogue's really, really good. It sets it up the whole season to be you know you know pretty special so you know it's a telltale game yeah so um you know interactivity is pretty limited but the thing that's good about it is that a lot of the story has you know significant consequence so you know main characters will get killed all this kind of stuff that you expect from yeah cool so that's out uh the crew is also out this week i'd love to tell you what our IGN review score is but we only got copies on monday and the servers only went live on monday um, I played the beta and I wasn't particularly kind of blown away. Um, yeah. I don't know. I wanted it to be good, but you know, we'll probably talk about that next week when we finally get the review up. And then finally, Kingdom Hearts.
2: Love it. I like Kingdom Hearts. So that's pretty much it. It's an action RPG that brings
0: together. Um, so this is 2.5 HD remix. Yeah. So catchy. It
2: be- exactly. It brings together um, the second batch of three games in the series. It's um, yeah, no, it, it's it's a good um, action RPG. It brings together Disney and Final Fantasy characters.
0: Mm. Um, I played try. Uh, I tried to play one of them. I can't remember which one it was, and I was just I don't know. There was something about a big key and Mickey Mouse, and I was like, I don't know what's going no, that's on. That's pretty here.
2: much. That's pretty much the size of it. And I actually
0: it? Have an in- I did an
2: interview with the developers, and they were like, "Yeah, no, we don't really know what's going on either." So, good. Yeah, it's good. It's, that's, I'm going to write up a feature on it later this week. So there you go watch this space
0: films no there's
1: quite a few out this week nothing nothing particularly major you've got um some vincent which is a new bill murray movie and mm. as he's my favorite actor i should be very excited but we haven't given it a very good review we only gave it oh. a 5.8 Ooh. i've seen a lot of good reviews floating around though so right but i haven't had the chance to check it out it's kind of like a comedy drama they think he might be an outside bet for an oscar i think gav's seen it hasn't he he might have done
0: yeah i think i and thought gav saw it and i didn't think he liked it no. and he's a big bill murray fan
1: penguins of madagascar based on the animated series which i've never heard of uh we gave it a seven out of ten you've
0: never heard of madagascar you know
1: Madagascar? no it's it's penguins of madagascar which is isn't no, that, that a spin-off of a nick N- nickelodeon show No, it's, show? it's, no, the it's the penguins it's the that are penguins. in madagascar
0: ah it's the kind of ninja penguins okay. from, yeah. from madagascar That's i didn't zappy. understand our review then <laughs> That's right. okay. well. um
1: yeah Whatever. Well, I haven't seen a Madagascar movie, though. No, they're not very good. We gave it a seven. Yeah. Uh, The Grandmaster is out, which is um, uh, kind of a kung fu biopic about the famous kung fu guy who taught Bruce Lee. Uh, It's done by Wong Kar Wai, who's one of the great kind of art house directors. And I saw it on a plane a couple of years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's not a new movie. Uh, It's only just coming out here. It's it's quite slow. Yeah. I I wasn't a fan, but we've given it an eight out of ten, so if that floats your boat uh, Get Santa is Out which they've not let me see mm. oh. it's a
0: Christmas movie with Jim Broadbent and Rafe Spall so that was being screened before the screening of Paddington I went right. to the same place
1: yeah I got invited to one screen which I couldn't make and then they, and they yeah. never set me up with another one uh, so I'm not going to review it no. it looks alright I like Rafe Spall I like the director the director actually normally does horror films Right. Oh, cool. we, we've had him in the office a couple of times Chris Smith but, there's um,
0: another nativity film out this Christmas
1: yeah that's, uh, oh that's out now and it's making st- it's made about 4 million what? yeah people Christmas. go see that it's like I Panto know, it's like, but, like, it
0: doesn't mean that she'd drop all kind of like standards and go and watch anything oh, uh, yeah.
1: Black Sea is out which is uh, Jude Law uh, on a submarine searching for Nazi gold and doing a bad Scottish Speaking accent Christmas, this Christmas movies <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's quite a weird time for them to release it actually yeah. uh, it's okay well I, I've seen it I've not reviewed it we're giving it a 7 out of 10 uh, his Scottish accent is not ideal no <laughs> He's it's not Scottish. So, so, if you were
0: going to go see one film, it would be Paddington. Ah, that was that last week, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, these ones <laughs> okay, I don't know. Right. whatever. Uh,
1: Black Seal Grandmaster, or wait till the Hobbit comes out next week.
0: Uh, yeah. If it's a game, Game of Thrones, absolutely. Get yourself excited for next year's season. Awesome. Right, I think that's it for this week's job podcast. done. Uh, we're off to go and get battered because it's the uh, IGN Christmas party. this Woo! <laughs>
1: Except I'm not because I've got to interview Michael Keaton in the morning. Yay!
0: So. That's fun though. Yeah, it is. I'll have a couple of beers. That's yeah. Batman ever. So yeah, you can get in touch IGN underscore UK feedback IGN.com or through the Twitter and Facebooks and uh, we'll be back same time next week. Yeah.
2: So bye bye.